This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. Okay. So, what is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. Again, this is a podcast for the unoffended but consistently irritated people remember it's not our fault that everybody else is annoying as fuck <laughs> as always you huh? put that so greatly i love that so much <laughs> i'm not i'm not doing anything it's you okay <laughs> and you guys you hear another voice i have a guest with me today um just to share as always, I'm your host, See It, discussing the latest and greatest in news about like what has gotten on my nerves this week. But like I said before, I got a guest joining me for today's episode. I have Derek of the Durag Dreams podcast. Yes. What it is. First off, let me say congratulations on your podcast. Thank you. And to the Hayton Hoes, how are you? It's me again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I am super duper excited to have Derek with me here today. We are going to get into the nitty gritty revolving sexual fluidity and attraction. Hopefully this makes for a very spicy episode. Spiciness is one thing that never annoys me. And just so you know. I like the spiciness. I like it spicy. (laughs) So the first segment of my show, I love it. I love it. I love it. This is a segment that I use to really understand what grinds the gears of my guests. I call call this segment the fed up or up segment. And basically, I use this to, you know, have my audience learn a little bit more about my guests. So during this time, we can start off by me asking you a couple of questions that are like scenario based to see what really would piss you off. Or you could share a story about the last thing you can remember that just annoyed the fuck out of Um, shit. See, I'm a very forget. Like, I'm a very... I don't hold things in. Mm. So if it annoyed me, I probably forgot about it. So let's <laughs> like you like I be tuning it out because I be get everything annoys me. So in order for me to have a good day, I have to tune it all out. I get it. I completely get it. So we can get you know into I mean? the questions. Everybody has been choosing the questions, and I love it because I put a little effort yeah, into them. Fun. Okay, so first, fed up or fucked up. You have a new neighbor that moves into your building. They're immensely attractive. And you can tell like there is a mutual attraction. And you guys spend a romantic evening together. And then the next day, you are startled to find somebody outside of their apartment banging on the damn door going off. And they run up to you like, hold up. Have you seen so-and-so? What you doing? And what you thinking? Oh, shit. Well, first off, that, like, little turn you took with them banging on the door <laughs> made my heart drop for the rest of their life. I was like, am I inside? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not at their house. However, since they are a neighbor, house. you're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, like checking the mail or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would probably be like, 
oh, they left early and go inside my house because I don't, I wouldn't care. It's my neighbor, like, get away from me, you know? Especially, well, especially if they got some partner outside of their house doing all of that, you can keep it. You can have it. <laughs> you like, uh, uh you good. I'm like, I gotta go to Kroger. <laughs> like, that's it. Completely. I think I would probably be the same way. Like, you know what? I guess that was fun, but um, you got other things to deal with. Moving on to scenario number two. You're meeting up with so somebody fun. that you met on Tinder, you know? You're like, oh, they look really cute on here. Let's just okay. meet up for drinks out. However, when you arrive to the restaurant, it's the exact same person, but you notice they got some front teeth missing. What do I do? Yes. I turn the fuck around and go home. <laughs> Listen, if they have the balls to lie about some teeth, my nigga, what won't they lie about? That's a very true. And I'm not even going to say that they were lying. They just had some cute pictures with the like real sly smile. You know, the one where you don't no, show teeth. If you hide in, you know. Okay, first off, people know what they're trying to hide. There's <laughs> like girls be turning around trying to hide their little stomachs. And stuff. <laughs> like, we know. We everyone knows. Very so, no. true. And I will also be super concerned. Like, we're fairly young. We, I don't, we're not in the age we should be missing front teeth. Right. Like, what made you, did you fall on your face and didn't want to get them fixed? Like, that's, that's honestly what I'd be thinking about people with missing teeth. I'm like. I'm just going to say dental care is expensive, you know. Right. Insurance is a scam, but. Ooh. You know, you could still buy some fake teeth off Instagram. <laughs> a little. <laughs> Moving on to question three you are attending an event with a friend and they happen to have an acquaintance there with them and while at the event after a few drinks their acquaintance bluntly asks you do you date men or women and which one do you prefer to sleep with just all in your face oh this is where i take a sip of my wine because you know that's what i'll be sipping on and i say i date both so i could take your bitch and i could take your nigga what's Ooh. good Oh, you said uh, they like turn around and cry and run. They're like, oh my god! But no, you shouldn't have bluntly asked me. And if anything, who are you? If I could, if I could be completely honest, this has happened to me before. Everyone's always like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Bitch, listen." (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) That's like the worst question to ask somebody, especially like that. Like, Mm -hmm. what? It's like, oh, hi, I'm I'm Derek. Mm-hmm. My, mm. my favorite color is pink <laughs> <laughs> you know like it's so dumb i hate everyone that's why i love that your show is just for the annoying like the dumb bitches that ask stupid questions like that it's like okay if you just sit back and watch me you gonna see who i do <laughs> <laughs> but know? i feel like too to a degree people are so i don't know people try to put off their own insecurities and their own right. issues onto people yeah. so they they often do that whole thing of just wanting to be all in your face and be done yeah like i'm pretty old so this shit <laughs> at this point i'm pretty fucking old that like everyone that asks that is like mm-hmm. the weakest bitch ever like if i'm gonna be completely honest and it's usually a girl guys don't be trying to ask all that because a guy <laughs> will know if a guy is trying to get them you know what i'm saying completely but understand girls that 
find uh, guys attractive, be the first ones trying to be like, we gonna get into it some more right. for sure. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm talking too fast. <laughs> You're completely okay. So getting into the main topic and the main segment, I like to call this portion of the show, Make It Make Sense. And for this week's Make It Make Sense, we are going to talk about how I like who I like and you just might be my type. <laughs> so, Derek's show, Durag Dreams, again, like I said before, is hilarious and offers the unique perspective from a millennial man about topics such as finance, sexuality, and even getting your OnlyFans game on point. I really like that hey, episode. On your demon time. Start Basically, <laughs> yes. And as someone who is open and never holds back, I'm excited for us to get into discussing sexual fluidity and attraction. And before I even start, I want to let y'all know that this is not going to be like tuning in to the Discovery Channel or a TED Talk. I don't feel like it's going to be that level of like scientificness. I know. I can I can lay some scientific facts if you. Oh, like. okay. Well, we can we can have that. You guys are tuned in for a very educational episode. But again, like I said before, we are going to be diving deeper and getting into the nitty and gritty of this because you know, as Ray Schumer said, I don't got no type. That <laughs> bitches is the only thing that I like. So, jumping into this, yeah. yes, shout out to them. Jumping into this, um, I know I had to do my own research, but the term sexual fluidity was coined by an American psychologist and feminist, Lisa Diamond. Shout out to her. And it simply refers to a person's experiences to sexual responses changing over time. So instead of being placed in one category of sexuality, it's more so seen as something that's like non-permanent. And fluidity differs from pansexuality and bisexuality because, again, it's more so used to refer to an orientation that changes with time opposed to being static over the course of the years, if y'all get that. So what you think about that, Derek? <laughs> <laughs> say it again okay so i said fluidity differs from pansexuality and bisexuality because it's used more so to refer to an orientation that changes with time opposed to being static over the years like oh okay yeah mm -hmm. that, that seems about right like that sounds correct in my head i feel gotcha. like a lot of people are so hung up on labels mm -hmm. that in the future it could be called something else and then mm -hmm. they still be worried about the something else it's gonna be called <laughs> instead of just doing themselves mm -hmm. well, doing themselves let me stop <laughs> no 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 i was keep going i like what you're saying i get what you're saying completely you know what i'm you know mm -hmm. we we got it we change over time. We realize right, yeah. like, oh, this is completely different than what we thought it was. You look back on different things and people change. And even as we were like discussing before, um, would you mind just sharing again with my listeners how you choose to identify? I identify as, I don't know. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, I truly don't believe in labels. I'm just myself. If you a bad bitch, I'm gonna let you know. It don't matter what you what you got. I will tell you. You feel me? 
Mm-hmm. I get it. There's no name for that because I don't believe in these rules people be trying to set for themselves. I mm-hmm. set rules for myself. Which, again, getting back to like what we said before, I personally think the term makes complete sense because, again, it's all about change and your own self-perception. I guess I I'm sexually everything. Hey. <laughs> I'm everything. I give you life. That's it. I just give you life. And see, that's what... I feel just about the term because it it brings into consideration desires and behaviors changing over time and being more flexible. Well, it's so and labels are just so restrictive. Like very if, true. If you're straight, you can never kiss your friend. Like you know what I say? Like come on, that's not fun. You you can't get drunk one day and kiss the boy on the cheek. But wow. you know what though? In the like research that I had done about sexual fluidity, I feel like the couple of clips that I saw did a really good job just breaking everything down because they even talked about it like it just changes like you said before you know this this bad bitch this what I like at the moment and it was saying how just from the perception of hey I'm I'm out at the bar with my friend this week I really got on my mind you know what all of the women in here look great like I just have to talk to one of the ladies in here tonight Uh, but then you know next week I might come back and then next week I might come back and I'm like wait a minute all of the guys in here looking good tonight right yeah you're like oh shit the niggas is out (laughs) (laughs) no that's and I mean as silly as it seems or even reminds me of I think about it in like the analogy of a kid liking food like you know as a little kid you have certain foods that you hate and you're so picky about like this cannot touch this like I can't eat it I I refuse to but then one day lo and behold you taste it and you like and then Brussels sprouts are good as fuck delicious and they taste delicious listen I used to hate Brussels sprouts, but no. To double back on uh, what we're, what you had just said, mm-hmm. and people think that it's a calculated thing to be fluid or whatever, but it's mm-hmm. like, no, it just happens. Your body and your brain literally just does it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like you're like, hmm, huh. mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So- that makes complete sense. I could see it as more so just an action you take as opposed to trying to sit and deliberate basically right yeah you don't sit back and watch think Mm -hmm. oh look at there's seven bad girls and eight bad boys (laughs) go with the boys today like that's not how it works america wake up (laughs) and even getting into this even more i know this was a while ago i'm not sure if you're familiar with it I fairly watched a couple of episodes, but it more so drew my attention for this specific reason. But it makes me think of Carlton from Love is Blind and his own experience with coming out as fluid oh to his God. love I interest. Got on my nerves, but I'm not going to talk shit because I love you because you're Black. But <laughs> he should have said something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, and especially... I look, I ain't even gonna hold him. He was probably scared because it was a sister, you know, like it was a black girl. If it was a white girl, he probably would have told her. <laughs> like, he, he not scared of the white girl. He's scared of the black girl because the black girl gonna slap his ass. You know and, what I'm saying? And he was saying like his reasoning behind it, even though I don't 
agree with it, but I'm not in his shoes. He was saying like, oh, oh my own fear of Please. rejection. I let, me, let me clear my name real quick. I don't mean all black girls would get mad. I'm just saying that particular black girl, she looked like she would slap. <laughs> him well she was upset and even then i think both of them in general it just it showed a lot in terms of the mindsets people have about sexuality in general because he was so like oh my god i feel like i'm being forced to even tell you this i don't i don't know if i should share this with you and then her own reaction like oh my god why you ain't never tell me like what the fuck it was just a catastrophe and i get it's reality tv yeah so they blew it uh, it's so uncomfortable too because it's like uh great i get like okay you know what i hate to watch mm-hmm. i hate to watch like arguing shows like divorce court and stuff i hate that makes me so uncomfortable i hate whenever people argue out mm-hmm. loud in restaurants like couples mm-hmm. i hate that i just hate any kind of uh confrontation that's not necessary like and see again it's reality tv like they want to have your attention and they I want you to reality tv though I and was... they want you to be enthralled in that like it's passionate it's angry it's upset right. and personally i didn't think it was offensive for her to be thrown off by it i just Uh, don't agree with the way she went about it because she was very much like oh my god there's not a discussion to be had i'm just over it and then he's out calling her a bitch and whatnot and i was like yikes all the way around but i still thought to a degree when she said um that she kept asking him like oh are you sure like you want to be with a woman like now that you let me know you're bisexual like are you sure you want to be with a woman and it's like, man. Uh, yeah, I that was so long ago. I don't even remember it. But like, it. I just remember two spirits that were confrontational, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. all I got from that. Mm-hmm. It. It. I wouldn't even say their spirits were confrontational, but they still have a lot of growth to be had before they can have like healthy right, yeah they picked and netflix picked the two wrong people to play that and shit. it would be the black people you and they would they would try it with us and we like uh-uh hold up now we still we ain't ready to act like we don't care and even so- then go, like going back to what you said i don't take that as offense but i completely agree with what you said before about you seeing more so black women speaking out about it as opposed to if it was a white woman he would he would have just been like oh okay like i'm gonna let you know yeah but that just goes back to like our our upbringing everybody (laughs) black got something to say about gay shit and that's just that's very true and that's just what it is we have feelings about it okay let's like that's a known fact within us so Mm -hmm. yeah we just have so many like preconceived notions right yeah we all grew up with the worst preconceived notions about it all of Mm -hmm. us every single one Mm -hmm. and whenever somebody black says something or like speaks out against it we can't hold them for that because it's how they grew up you know like they still have that's their personal work they gotta do Mm -hmm. we too fucking grown to be sitting (laughs) down with people trying to explain to them how mm-hmm. our life is you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying 
think what you want to think. I'm out this bitch. You feel me? And that's very true. At the end of the day, it's not your business. In and it's not even about it not being your business. Because if you're my friend, yeah, it mm-hmm. could be your business. Mm-hmm. But it's more about educate yourself. Why mm-hmm. is it my mm-hmm. job to tell you shit about what you have no business even caring about? You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. It ain't that. It's this. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Put that into good. See, I mean, I need to stop. <laughs> I be I be talking to people like that in real life. They be like, okay. But no, to you get your point across still because you are saying at the end of the day, you know, I'm still gonna be myself regardless of what hey, opinions you have. And if you're upset, that's on you. But you should still have some sort of like like just logical training to even think past what you were brought up as a child or what you may have seen right. in the media and whatnot. Cause even then I know I've had discussions with my own friends about things that they say that I don't agree with and it's completely fine. Friends are going to have opinions on things that we always don't agree with, but I'm still like, you know, what? Like, just take the time to educate yourself and I'm not going to hold it to you when you change your mind. Cause you change your mind about things in the past. So. Right, yeah. Everyone has. No one's the fucking same from 2010. Mm-hmm. No one's calling me, maybe. <laughs> I just have a discussion about that. I'm like, oh my God, that was in 2010. A long way from call me, maybe. Mm. <laughs> okay, liked. but okay. Getting into my last segment of the show, I have a portion called You Are Drove. Now, just a disclaimer, I, I see Derek like, okay. Just a disclaimer, drove is a St. Louis term. It's a term I was about for- to say, I'm like, I am driven where? <laughs> it is a St. Louis term for like mad, sad, confused, or just plain oblivious to how a person thought a particular situation like, was going to pan out. Can I? Yo, yeah. you drove. You drove. Yeah. You drove yeah. as fuck. Yes, the ass fuck as the imbecile. Yes, so like, okay, so somebody being drove would be all of America. Just thinking we were going to live our best lives in 2020. We bought all these new outfits. We made plans. Yes, yes, it it is a very big disappointment. Like you. Okay, so say somebody's blowing your eye and you're like, yo, you drove in me. Is Mm -hmm. that. No. Now we don't use it to that particular phase, to that particular like phrase, whatever. It would just so be more so. Yeah, it's just like general disappointment. Even say, for instance, you like, you know what? I'm about to go to this party tonight. I'm about to have the time of my life. I'm finna get so turned up, and then the next boom. Thing, because that shit was drove as fuck. I. Then boom, you get into a car accident or something stupid. You like, damn, you drove. You thought you was gonna go out, had a time of your life. <laughs> now your shit getting told. You use a car because you drove. You drove. <laughs> you said it doesn't help. <laughs> but I got but, you. okay. I got you. So for this episode, I am actually going to be talking about St. Louis. So St. Louis cops seize guns from the couple that pointed them at the Black Lives Matter protest so i don't know if you saw this but it went viral it was at the end of june it was a couple outside of their homes and they were pointing guns at peaceful protesters in the neighborhood and i believe that's in the 
um, Central West End region of St. Louis. And it's a typically like nicer area, kind of historical style homes. But the couple was outside with their little guns. Yeah, all big turkey neck ass. Yeah. Uh Now, the McCloakies both work as personal injury attorneys in the city of St. Louis, but that does not help them have any sort of common sense because the husband had a semi-automatic AR-15 while the wife held a pistol and pointed them at the protesters. Now, mind you, again, this was a peaceful protest. None of the protesters were inciting any sort of violence, and they were actually marching down to the St. Louis mayor's home, um, Linda Cruson, Lydia Cruson. They were going down to her home, so they were not bothering anybody else in the neighborhood. And then they they so mad for no reason. They so Basically, and not to fret, surprisingly, St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department announced that they have, in fact, executed a search warrant at the home of the couple, and the weapons that they seized as evidence from the resident as from the residents were a semi-automatic as well as a caliber rifle and another gun. So they got all those little weapons from up out of there. Mm. And to me, I just thought, you know what? Guess they won't be going. Hold up. Wait a minute. It's 22. (laughs) Pew, pew, pew. To anybody. Oh my God. The TikTok. Stop it. (laughs) To anybody. Because again, what was your point in pulling out a weapon on these protesters? Who are minding their business? I just feel like anybody that goes out of their way to just reach for a gun at any moment is a scary bitch. And uh, they like, looked like some people from the park. They weren't they even weren't. Like, what? They weren't. And it was so, like, obscene, which is why it went viral. Because people are like, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? It's really a lot. They love to do a lot. And, you know, they love to do a lot. And we're just supposed to sit back and not say anything about it. Yeah, That's very cool. true. Very That's true. Cool. And, again, I'm not you know, giving any praises to the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department. How do but you feel about that since you're a resident of St. Louis? I again I am like, what was their point? If anything, you're putting these people more in danger because if any of those weapons were to go off on accident and somebody were to be harmed, whose fault would it be but yours? Nobody else there had a gun or any sort of weapon drawn on anybody. So if anything, you're inciting the violence by pulling out this weapon and pointing it in my face. Exactly. And I don't care. They, I think they tried to use the excuse like, oh, it's all of these people. It's more of them than it is of us. But again, you're the only one with a weapon drawn. And I believe the wife had her finger, like, in the photos on the trigger. So me, again, just thinking. The lady was holding the gun so fucked up. I'm like, okay, and you accidentally could have shot somebody. And look at you now. And then what what do we do then? It's just another black body on the street. They get away with it, and we cry, because that's what happens. Because they're attorneys. They got attorney friends. What are you talking about? And it's so unfortunate for us at the end of the day. But again, I'm just happy to hear that the weapons were confiscated. And if there is any sort of like um, investigation going on against them, that would be so heartwarming just to know these people are getting what they deserve for once. Because again, nobody was bothering them and this had nothing to do with them. Exactly. 
that's all. Derek, do you have anything to plug? Do you want to tell my listeners where they can find you at? Um, anything to plug. Okay, <laughs> I want everybody to go to oldbobbybehave.com and use my promo code DuragDreams to get 10% off any purchase. Mm. Um, I want everyone to go to my Instagram at Dare Senior, D E R R senior and just gas me up and of course <laughs> the um the podcast instagram is at do rag dream no s pod um and just show me love thank you for having me and again congratulations on your premiere on your you know on your new venture this is gonna be great i love doing it you're gonna love to do it and the conversation was so easy and smooth Mm-hmm. You're a natural kid. You're a natural. Thank you. And again, you guys, I am going to plug all of Derek's information into the description box. So you can go right there and plug him in and make sure you follow him and tune in to his show. Thanks again, you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.